0: Now, fight back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio.
1: Good afternoon and welcome. Today we check back with a consumer story that seems to be a case study on how a program that is supposed to inspire loyalty instead infuriates customers and makes them feel ripped off. I'm talking about air miles. We had a lot of response at the end of last year as we followed their plan to make Miles expired – They backed off in the face of a private member's bill, which would have made that illegal. Then they sent an apology to their members, saying that they were going to do better. Now, at that time, I remember predicting that air miles would devalue the points that they could not nullify. Anyway, here's the latest. As you know, uh, the rewards program suspended in-store redemptions on March 23rd after they discovered that thieves had managed to steal cash miles from some collectors. Sounds reasonable. A lot of companies have suffered hacks. Uh, they obviously have to deal with that. And the problem appears to have been solved. Air miles collectors will once again be able to use their cash miles to buy products at participating stores starting tomorrow. But customers won't be able to use those cash miles the way they could before. Starting Wednesday tomorrow collectors will face a daily spending limit of $50 per account and that is way down they could usually they could have redeemed up to $750 and they will no longer be able to use their points to get gift cards at the stores. So is this a reasonable security measure or is it a way to bring in a devaluation of those rewards if you have uh, an Air Miles card. If you're grappling with these rewards, give us a shout. We want to know what you think of this. The number's 416 360 0740, toll free 1 866 740 4740. And we're talking about the new restrictions on Air Miles. Uh, if you have beef with other kinds of these rewards, let us know as well. Right now, we are going to Jonathan Bishop who is with the Public Interest Advocacy Center. Hi, Jonathan. How are you? Good afternoon,
2: Libby. Thank you for having me.
1: Well, thanks for coming on. So so what do you think? Is Are these new restrictions? Uh, are they reasonable restrictions? Or was this kind of a good uh, moment or a good excuse to restrict the use of these so-called loyalty rewards?
2: I wouldn't want to speculate on why air miles decided to do what they did in terms of the Potential devaluation of the points. It certainly looks like they were in a tough spot in terms of uh, having the potential for fraud here, and uh, I suspect this was about ba- a tricky balancing act to try and uh, limit their exposure to potentially fraudulent activities uh, versus having the good folks uh, members be able to still redeem their in-store Air Miles cash redemptions. Uh, I noticed in the press release that there's nothing to suggest these measures are temporary in nature.
1: Well, exactly. They're they're not temporary. Uh, they said that the actual problem of stolen miles affected very few accounts, uh, and I I don't even know if you're if if you're reinstating this. Uh, I'm you know by limiting the amount that people can redeem. I don't know how that uh, affects fraud. I mean, fraud is fraud.
2: Right, I think the real fear here was uh, the these basically the swiping of a large number of uh, air miles in terms of the cash redemption because I believe the previous limit was somewhere in the neighborhood of seven hundred and fifty dollars.
1: Yep, it was. Yeah. Um, what do you uh, think consumers should keep in mind? I mean, you know, I get it that you collect miles for a long time and. Uh, a lot of people might want to save this and get something kind of significant with this as opposed to, you know, getting 10 bucks off your groceries one day.
2: Right. I very difficult uh, to kind of give them a give the Good, Joe and Jane, public advice out there. Uh, in the short term, maybe roll with it, but eventually, I think I would contact either your retailer that you normally visit that is an Air Miles partner, or con- contact Air Miles themselves and say, "Okay, we understand this was a temporary, you know, this was not a temporary concern, but this is obviously this came up all of a sudden. Now that you've had a chance to address it in a in a concrete manner, can you please revisit the the in store redemption limit? Can you, you know? Please take some steps in order to make it a little more flexible for
1: us once again. Mm -hmm. Um, What about, I mean, you know, from my point of view, I'm thinking, you know, people should possibly revisit all of these. I mean, it can get pretty complicated. You have a lot of stuff in your wallet. And... Some of these programs change. I mean, there's no obligation for uh, the retailers or Loyalty One or any other program to, to keep giving you what they've given you in the past. So I'm thinking people should revisit this.
2: This is true. I mean, even as we, all the way back to 2012, 2013, when the Public Interest Advocacy Center did a series of focus groups on this issue, one of the notions that came up during that process was uh, at least one gentleman had said, look, I only have so much room in my wallet. So I'm only a member of a specific number of programs, and as soon as uh, you know something occurs where I'm not satisfied with, with the performance of that program, I just take it out of my wallet. Uh, and you're right, these are vol- voluntarily entered into agreements, and uh, you know, I guess for uh, as uh, unpalatable as it may seem, you can voluntarily walk away. Unfortunately for a lot of folks, for these uh, legacy programs, they've been involved in it for a very extended period of time. So you have an investment almost into the program. So that's where the challenge lies.
1: Okay, I'm going to give the numbers out again because uh, I know we have a lot of Air Miles collectors who are listeners. We've heard from them in the past. The numbers to call 416-360-0740. Toll-free 866 740 I want to know what you think of these new restrictions. Um, they, of course, Air Miles has these two categories of rewards. One so-called Dream Miles, one cash. They suspended the cash because of uh, some fraud, but now that they are reinstating it, uh, they're lowering your limits, and they're also telling you you can't buy a gift card with this. Uh, a gift card can be a convenient way. I mean, maybe there you don't want something that day. Maybe there's another day. Um, so I'd like to know if people think that that this is adequate. Um, I'd like to know from anybody, maybe you're revisiting and, and having a look at a different kind of reward. And Jonathan, I, I don't know if, if everybody really gets that when they join a loyalty rewards program, they're really giving – the retailer a lot of uh, valuable information, and it, the, it's information about what they buy, when they buy, how they buy, and that's valuable. And there are companies that actually sell that information.
2: Yes, I mean it is valuable information, no doubt about it. I mean, anytime you have the opportunity to uh, have that information in terms of how consumers purchase products, when, where. Uh, What position, even as as minute as what position on the shelf that information, your products that you buy, happen to be? All of this information is vitally important to to a retailer in terms of product placement, promotions, uh, and things of that nature.
1: Exactly. And uh, again, that is valuable information. Uh, Let's go right to the phone. We have uh, Joffrey in Scarborough. Hi, Joffrey.
3: Hello, Libby. Thank you for being there. I enjoy the show.
1: Thank you very much.
3: I just want to concur with the gentleman that you're speaking with in reference to uh, the frustrations that we now uh, face with with the air miles card. I have been saving and, and also my significant other has been saving air miles for many of years, and um, we use it, and we don't use it, and we, we like uh, the reward points, but if we are in disagreement uh, with uh, what is going on right now, um, to, to, to quell that uh, frustration is just not use it.
1: Well, ex- exactly. Um, uh, you know, I know that there's an issue if you've collected points, and particularly for people who Collect them so they can get something significant, as opposed to you know a small discount. Right. Um, th- that this can be frustrating when they're finding out they can't use it for that. But oh,
3: most certainly, and I I, I would probably uh, have that frustration uh, if I tried to use my my reward points uh, at, at, at this point in time. But um, to to lessen that frustrations, uh, we we have so many other frustrations these days that we can do nothing about
1: And uh, right. there there are people, and I think, Jonathan, you are one of them, who are saying that it, in terms of these miles, it's better to use them sooner rather than later.
2: I believe I've said that in the past. I mean, and the reason I had advocated that position in the past is that the better the devil you know, the, the rules can, as we know, the, the terms and conditions of these programs can change, and sometimes can change fairly rapidly. So if you're in a position to... Reap the basically the reward for your time and investment in terms of being a participant in a loyalty program. Take advantage and take advantage soon because you just are. Times have shown, especially the last six months to a year, that, that these terms and conditions could change all the time.
1: Yeah. And, bef- you know, and there's one thing I'd like to point out because uh, I also had been an air miles co- collector, you know, since they started. When these rewards started to be offered, there weren't a lot of options. One of the things that has been introduced since then are cashback credit cards. And they all have different restrictions on how much cashback you get and, and for what kinds of items. So consumers have to check it out. But it's it seems to me that that's just simpler than getting cash rewards and then trying to redeem them for something if, if You know, you're going to get a whack of dough back on your credit card at the end of the year or however they put it back. It seems to me it's just a lot simpler.
2: And some people seem really appreciate that simplicity, and I think that's why those products are offered in the, in the manner in which they are. I just want to come you for 30 seconds and say this is a perfect time for those consumers who are frustrated listening throughout Ontario, because right now the Ontario Ministry of Government Consumer Services is holding a regulatory process to hear from consumers about loyalty programs.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Uh, it's in relation to the bill that was passed in December, Bill 47, about the expiry of loyalty program points. Attached to that bill were a set of regulations. Right now, the ministry is, has an open process until, I believe, it's April 28th. They would love to hear from consumers about their concerns about loyalty programs. On the PX Facebook page, if you happen to be a Facebook member, you can see the links to the process where you can see the document and where to submit your views as an Ontario consumer.
1: I, that is an excellent point. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Because well, Libby,
2: that was a point that I was going to bring up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is that J- Joffrey?
3: <laughs> yes, but thank you very much both for being there. Uh, I enjoy your show, Libby and Jonathan. Uh, thank you for all that information you're giving us.
1: Okay, thanks, Joffrey. Thank you. Okay, for now. bye-bye. Okay, let's go to Kathy in Mississauga. Hi, Kathy.
4: Hello, Libby, and how are you today? Fine, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. My concern is regarding the air miles. I've been a collector since 97. Mm -hmm. And normally I use whatever points I gather to buy groceries and odds and ends from your grocery stores for the less fortunate. And I donate them, you know, at all the food drives, so on and so forth. That's lovely. That's lovely. And uh, the last time I done it, I believe I gave one family like $300. So that was a lot of money. And so not much I could uh, I couldn't give that much out of my own pocket at one drop. But this was fantastic. Well, about six months ago, I went to use some of the points because I had over a thousand points or close to a thousand, and was told that I could no longer use my points because they had changed my card when they switched from just a collector card. They changed it to a dream or a cash. Well, they put it so my air miles could only be used on a vacation. I couldn't use it in the stores, which I found very, just, it wasn't right. They did not contact me. And like everybody was saying that everybody got an email, I did not get an email regarding the new transition for your club card. So, of course, I'm still upset because I have 900 and some points. It's almost either just under or just over 1,000 points. And I can't use it because I'm not going anywhere to use it towards my trip.
1: Um, Jonathan?
2: Yes, this is an outstanding concern, and it was brought to the public's attention throughout the summer and the fall last year. And it is unfortunate, and it goes back to a decision by Air Miles some time ago to uh, to either classify members as Dream category members or I believe Cash category members. And uh, yeah, I I wish there was. Some great news I could give to Kathy in terms of correcting it, instead of just saying.
4: So it's still the same. It's either either it's one me. or the other, and they had the choice to make the decision. Well, of where
1: I think I think there there were at some point where they gave you the option to make the choice.
4: I was never ever ever yeah. notified, Libby.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, uh, but I think there uh, a lot of things went awry with that entire process. We certainly yes. know that. <laughs>
4: No, um, I believe, wh- he's
2: right. I believe, but the window was fairly short. And if at that time Air Miles, for whatever reason, didn't have your correct email address or didn't have your correct home address, they were. They would probably. They might say that they attempted to contact you, but they didn't have the proper coordinates. That's poss- that's a possibility. Okay. However, unfortunate that is, and obviously it's unplatable when you get to the point where you're ready to redeem and you. Then you're then you're told. Oh, by the way, you're. you're Points are in a different category than you. And expect. you can't change them over. Yeah, that's the unfortunate part. I mean, it, it, hopefully, it would be hopeful that if you were able to contact Air Miles and say, "Look, I've been a program member since '97." I've done you know, that. This is the first
1: time. I've oh, and what happened? To, to tell us what happened.
4: Okay, yeah. what happened? They pretty much told me that, yeah, this is how it is, and there's no way they can change it. And I says, "Well, if I wasn't notified, and they're saying emails and everything." And I have been at my present address since 81. So, of course, any communication, I would have. And they issued me a new card, so I know they have my proper address. Um, And they just told me that there was nothing that could be done. And uh, if I couldn't use them towards a trip, then they were pretty much dormant. And there was nothing they could do for me.
1: Yeah, so uh, I would say that uh you know that's that's the kind of response you're looking at and um you know maybe uh you need to put your loyalty elsewhere. Uh and maybe you should uh make a statement and and represent yourself to the government that's looking at these loyalty programs. Because um you know at the end of the day uh they're like money, right?
4: That's right. And that's exactly what I used it for. So and, and I do have a couple, and I agree with one other person there, that you have to figure out where it's going to do the best and what you're going to get. But now I don't leave anything, you know, um, building up. I will always cash them in. I mean, there's so many of these loyalty programs out there. But how much? how many of them are going to go to the wayside the same as this?
1: Well, exactly, uh you know, I think uh that it's it's a good idea to review all this stuff and to see what's worth your while what's not worth your while.
4: I believe that as well, and I thank you so much, Libby, for taking my call okay and you're very up welcome the good work <laughs> okay thank you bye 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 okay,
1: um, I think we have time for one more call. uh we've got Joan in Burlington. Hi, Joan
5: Hi, good afternoon. I have just one. Kind of a question or a comment. What does it cost a person to have an Air Miles card?
1: Well, it depends on the kind of Air Miles card you've got. Um, there are some uh, that are free, and there are some attached to certain levels of a credit card where you pay extra money so that you will get um, more than the base amount of miles.
5: But the thing is, those who have got the card for free, why do we grumble about getting something for nothing?
1: Well, uh, I think uh, the idea is if people purchase things, if they make their their purchasing decisions in order to get those miles, which is like getting a discount or something, then they should be able to collect on what was offered. It's not exactly free. And uh, as we said, retailers make money from this because they use this information for business.
5: Well, I use my card only at two places, and I only redeem it for cash every once in a while. Um, I've been collecting for many years. I don't travel anymore, so I don't have that kind of a card. Um, but to me, this is like um, I can say, for instance, I go to a Rexall Farmer Plus. Yep. Go on a Tuesday and I have a seniors discount. Yep. You get a 20% discount. Plus, if I have money on my A-Miles card, I get excerpt from that too. So I take that.
1: Okay, well, it, it works for you. We didn't say it doesn't, it was, but there are a lot of people that it's not working for, and uh, don't assume that this is something that you're getting for nothing, because it isn't.
5: Well, I don't pay for the car, so why, why am I not getting it for nothing?
1: Because the information that you give them by for that is worth money. And presumably, people, if if I'm going to buy something at... Uh, drugstore x instead of drugstore y because i i'm getting a reward that's worth money
5: it's worth money to me that's for sure
1: okay thanks a lot for your call bye okay bye-bye okay uh that's all the time we have for this segment jonathan what would you like to leave us with on this
2: well uh as i mentioned before this is the perfect time for if consumers have concerns throughout ontario about the operation of a loyalty program to contact the Ministry of Government Consumer Affairs. They can also contact the Mitchell, Member of Provincial Parliament uh, because those folks have just had a deep discussion about the operation loyalty programs and this regulatory process is still going on, so the, the, basically the door is open to
1: have your comments heard. Okay. Thank you so much, Jonathan Bishop from the Public Interest Advocacy Center.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.